everyone, and welcome to Everyday English, helping you make the complex simple. My name is Laura Marshall Say, owner of Marshall Say English, and I help professionals just like you improve their English so they can present themselves to the world with confidence. Right now, we're living in a world where people aren't sure what's happening from one week to the next. And quite frankly, that's causing stress, which can be really bad for organizations. But did you know, one of the best ways to alleviate stress in an organization is good communication. Today, I'm going to give you my top tips for good communication practice that will hopefully keep the stress down in your organization. Last week, I hit a wall. I'm not sure what happened, but I found it really difficult to concentrate. I was also very emotional, like I could cry at the drop of a hat. One moment I was depressed, the next I was angry, the next I just felt numb. I posted my feelings on Facebook and to my surprise, I discovered I wasn't alone. In fact, many of my friends said they felt the same way. After a long online chat, we realized the problem wasn't the coronavirus or the economy. The problem was trying to manage the unknown. To see if this phenomenon was unique to my circle of friends, I did a search on the internet, specifically for articles written in the last 30 days. What I found confirmed what we were feeling, that people are stressed because they don't know what's happening. One article even went as far as describing stress people were dealing with as, quote, the human side of the crisis. Most of the information in these articles were good. Others, not so much. For example, one article suggested that managers call each of their team members every day to check in with them. Another suggested sharing motivational video videos and even group meditation. Personally, I would hate every one of these things. I also don't think they're necessary. Most people don't need daily check-in calls to see how they're doing. What they need is information. And really, with everything going on, what manager has time to do daily check-in calls with every person in their team? Hmm? Yeah, exactly. No one. <laughs> with that in mind, here are my top three tips for good communication practice to keep your staff stress-free. The first is be transparent. Let's face it. These are unprecedented times, and no one knows exactly when it will end or how. And you know what? It's okay to acknowledge that. People need to know something. They don't like to be kept in the dark. So keep them updated with any new information. 
My husband's company, for example, told his team that they were working on a plan to get everyone back in the office, and they would give them an update by the end of June. But for now, they told everyone, expect to work from home until at least mid-July. It wasn't a lot of information, and there wasn't a lot of detail. But my husband's team said they felt like it was good. They were less in the dark than before the update. It also gave the team enough information to be able to plan their work for the next six weeks. My second tip is be consistent and be clear. There's an old American country and Western song that goes, but That's my story and I'm sticking to it. And if only organizations did that, have a story and stick to it. We've seen what happens when governments change their story midway throughout. We've seen it multiple times. Stay at home. Well, it's okay to go out for a while. No, stay at home. Get a test. Don't get a test. Yes, get a test. Wear a mask. Well, you should wear a mask, but you don't have to. These mixed messages lead to chaos and bad feelings. Let's look at a real-life example of this. When the lockdown started in March, a friend of mine was sent to work from home, as were all of her colleagues. She was told by the company, that they had to work eight hours a day. However, the company really didn't care when those eight hours were worked, as long as the work was getting done. This was perfect for my friend because she has two small children at home. During the lockdown, she is working four hours in the morning, spending the rest of the day with the children, and then after the children go to bed, she works for an additional four hours. That means she is working eight hours per day and all of the work is getting done. Many of her colleagues, who also have children, were working similar hours. Unfortunately, the boss didn't like the schedule. Yes, he did say they could work whenever they wanted, but he really wanted people to start by 10 and not work past 8 p.m. The message was both inconsistent and unclear. And I can tell you it has led to some very bad feelings within the team. When you're thinking about the message you're sending, this message also needs to be consistent with your company values. If your company's website says that you value a work-life balance for your staff members, please don't expect them to answer emails at 10 p.m. just because they're working from home. Be consistent and be clear. My next tip is do what you say you are going to do and do it when you say you're going to do it. I've been checking a website for months now about an annual event that is normally held in November. I was planning on going this year, 
and I was very excited about it. But as you can imagine, because of COVID-19, no one's sure whether the event will happen or not. The website says that a decision will be made by 30 May. Okay. It's now the beginning of June, and no new information has been added to the website. Now, I know there's plenty of time between now and November, and plenty of time for me to book my tickets and my hotel, but I just don't like to be left in the dark. And I also understand that they may not have all the information they need to make this decision. But what they need to do is acknowledge this and keep their followers informed. This goes back to transparency. An update, a really simple update, could look something like this. We expected to have a decision on the fate of our annual event by 30 May. However, because of new developments, we have been unable to do this. We will have another update for you on 15 June. We apologize for this delay and thank you for your patience. This is really simple. It lets me know that something is actually being done. But truthfully, if I don't see an update in the next few weeks, I'm simply going to stop checking and I just won't go this year, which is a real shame. What we've mostly been talking about during this podcast is what you should say to the outside world, your team members, your employees. But remember, a big part of communication is active listening. And when people are stressed, often they want someone to talk to. Listen to what your team members and your employees have to say and show that you understand what they're going through. If they just need someone to talk to, reflect what they're saying with things like, it sounds like you're having a very hard time, or I understand your frustration. As we've seen by other things playing out in the world, the ability to be heard and understood is a major part of being human and not being heard or understood can lead to stress. So practice some active listening this week. You'll find some very good results from it. If a situation does arise where a solution is needed, having this open door, this open conversation, really can help find a resolution to that problem. It's during times like these when it's most important for organizations to communicate clearly with both team members and outside stakeholders. A company's reputation could depend on it. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Now I have a question for you. What communications challenges are you facing at the moment? Is it functional language? Or maybe it's a grammar point you're struggling with. Send me a message on my website, www.marshallsayenglish.com, and let me know. 
And while you're there, download my free guide, Top Tips for Conference Calls. Never worry about another conference call in English ever again. As always, stay safe, and I'll see you next week. Thank you.